Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and I'm entitling this Ready Action, and a subtitle of Notice the Interaction. We're looking at 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 13, through chapter 3, verse 5. Everywhere we look in this passage, and you'll hear it, the verbs steal the action. God had the first move by loving us and choosing to be his children. Okay, how great is that? We were not born out of wedlock, so to speak, or by accident, but he deliberately chose us by name to be his children. The other day when we talked about personal brand, when you thought of the list of synonyms to describe yourself, was chosen on the list? Sue Tobia, chosen one. Vern Nesbitt, chosen one. Okay, I can really relate to this aspect of our great story. You see, my mother gave birth to me at age 45. So I often heard, oh, were you a surprise? An occasional individual would even ask me if I was an accident. Nice. In reality, before I was born, my mother had given birth to a baby girl whose lungs were not strong enough and she died at two days old. At the time of her delivery, though, my mother had had her tubes tied. Mom took her loss so hard that the doctor suggested they try to reverse the surgery. In fact, she made medical history by being one of the first women to have a tubal ligation reversed. While that baby girl had weighed just five pounds, I came into the world a whopping 10 pounds, one and a half ounces. Nice. No doubt about the viability of my lungs, then or now. What's my point? I was chosen by my mama. You were chosen by God the Father. Very nice, very nice indeed. Now, notice with me the scripture verses and then how God has his part, so to speak, and we have our part in response to God. In short, it spells R-E-L-A-T-I-O-N-S-H-I-P, relationship, initiated by God and entered into by us. But we, here we go. But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because from the beginning God chose you to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this, this through our gospel that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers, stand firm and hold to the teaching we passed on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and hope. Encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Finally, brothers, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. And pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men for not everyone has faith. The Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. Okay, let's go back. So we have our part, which is thanking God, sharing in the Lord's glory, standing firm, holding to the teaching, praying, and doing what we know we are to do. And then there's God's part, which you will notice is a, is a good deal greater. First, he chose us. He loves us. He strengthens us. He is, not was, our God is alive and active. 
He protects. God will protect us from evil. Delivers. God will deliver us from wicked people. And he directs. God will direct his truths into our hearts. I hope you'll look back over that passage again and just see it. I was so gripped, so moved by how many verbs which indicate so much action and presence. So we have a summary of God's part. One more time. He chose, loves, strengthens, is, not was, protects, delivers, directs. All of that Paul wrote in this passage. And then for our part, for us to thank him, to share in the Lord's glory, to stand, to hold, to pray, and to do, which means to obey what we know we are to do. We know that Jesus Christ never changes. In fact, the writer to the Hebrews wrote, He is the same yesterday and today and forever. How are you doing with your verbs? How are you doing with your part? Is there one of those that you would say, You know, I think I need to pray a little more because that will extend my relationship. Or I need to do the things I already know that I should be doing, the things God's already shown me to do. Or is there something you need to stand firm in? Maybe you're up against something. I just challenge you to look back over those list of verbs and kind of figure out where are you falling short with regard to your relationship. If you'd like to take a look at this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com.